Hello and welcome to the MSL Consultant Podcast. I'm your host and founder of MSL Consultant, Aoife O'Dwyer. On today's episode, I'm going to be discussing how an MSL interacts with different functions or departments within the pharma company. Many MSL job descriptions mention the phrase cross-functional collaboration, but what does it actually mean? On this episode, I'm going to discuss the different departments or functions within a pharma company that MSLs work with and the type of projects or collaborations that MSLs are involved in with these functions. First off, there are a few main departments that MSLs work with. MSLs work within the medical affairs team. They also work with the medical information team, the pharmacovigilance team, the sales team, the marketing team, and the regulatory affairs team. I will be going through each of these teams individually to give an overview of the types of activities the MSL can collaborate with these teams on. First off, let's look at the medical affairs team and the people within that team the MSL will be working with. MSLs are predominantly field-based and therefore externally facing. The internally facing counterpart of the MSL is known as the scientific advisor or the medical product specialist. This role is also sometimes known as the medical advisor. The title varies from company to company. For the purpose of this podcast, I will refer to them as the scientific advisor. The scientific advisor is usually responsible for promotional review, which means reviewing promotional items that the sales reps will use when talking to doctors. The role of the scientific advisor is to ensure that the promotional item, which might be a slide deck or a physical leave behind, is accurate, balanced and in line with the local code of conduct. An example of a project that the MSL and scientific advisor would work on together include the development of a clinical opinion piece from a KOL which is being created for the sales rep to use when talking to doctors. This would involve the MSL utilising their KOL knowledge to identify a KOL who has a lot of clinical experience with the company's product. Then, the MSL would leverage the KOL relationship to ask the KOL to be involved in sharing their clinical experience in the form of a clinical opinion piece. The scientific advisor, together with the MSL, would then develop questions to ask the KOL. The MSL would interview the KOL and then the scientific advisor would edit the piece. And this is most likely done in combination with the marketing department. And then the scientific advisor would do the final review and ensure that the clinical opinion piece can be approved and is compliant with the local code of conduct. Another example of how scientific advisors and MSLs can work together is during the organisation of advisory boards. The MSL will utilise their network of KOLs to identify KOLs who will help the company achieve the objective of the advisory board and then the MSL will reach out to these KOLs to invite them. The scientific advisor together with the MSL will develop content for the advisory board in the form of slides and decide which data will be presented. There are lots of other projects that the MSL and scientific advisor will work on together and these do vary from company to company and from brand to brand. Next, I want to discuss how the MSL interacts with the medical information team. The medical information team often sits under the pharmacovigilance team within a pharma company. The main job of the medical information team is to respond to unsolicited requests for information on the company's products. In certain companies, the MSL will be the medical information team, but other companies that have lots of different products will have a dedicated medical information team. And again, this does vary from company to company. The MSL works with the medical information team by developing approved medical responses to frequently asked questions by doctors. The MSL will be particularly busy when a new product is launched as there will be lots of questions from doctors and therefore lots of approved medical responses that must be developed in order to be shared with doctors and other HCPs 
and they ask questions. The medical information team also develops a monthly report that can be shared with the MSL so that the MSL has an idea of the types of questions that are being asked and any potential gaps in the therapeutic area by doctors. The MSL will also report any adverse events it hears to the medical information team so that the AE reporting can be done in line with local regulations for compliance. Another very important function within a pharmaceutical company is the pharmacovigilance department. Pharmacovigilance, also known as drug safety, is the department responsible for collection, assessment, monitoring and prevention of adverse effects with pharmaceutical products. An MSL will especially work closely with the pharmacovigilance department when finalising a proposal for an investigator-initiated study. The reason for this is that when a study uses a company's drug, it is imperative that all associated adverse events and safety events are accurately recorded by the company and liaising with the pharmacovigilance department will help the MSL write the investigator-initiated research contract in such a way to ensure the investigators recognise their responsibilities with respect to AE reporting. On to sales teams. The MSL is a non-promotional role, but they do work very closely with their promotional colleagues in sales. On a one-to-one -one basis, the MSL works very closely with specialist sales reps, as often MSLs and specialist sales reps share the same KOLs, and therefore communication between the reps and the MSL is imperative to ensure they manage all meetings with KOLs and understand each other's roles in managing KOL relationships. Effective communication between the MSL and the sales rep will ensure that the KOL understands the differences between each role and the benefit each role can offer the KOL. As an MSL, you want to avoid any situation where you see a KOL and then a day later the specialist sales rep sees the KOL as neither of you were aware of the other's meeting with the KOL. This reflects poorly on the MSL, the sales rep and the company. In terms of MSLs and reps working together, MSLs often have the opportunity to support sales reps, both specialist and GP reps, in order to train them on new clinical data and provide scientific expertise on something the rep requires training on. MSLs will often be responsible for developing and delivering training to sales reps at annual sales meetings. Sales reps often require the MSL's assistance if they are asked an off-label question by a doctor. So if, for example, a rep is in a meeting and an off-label question is asked, the rep will contact the MSL and the MSL will visit or contact the doctor to answer the off-label question. Another way MSLs and reps can work closely together is when an MSL is new to a company and the sales rep has an existing relationship with a KOL. The rep can then introduce the MSL to the KOL. This is often much more effective than cold calling or cold emailing a KOL, as the sales reps already have an existing relationship. For this and other reasons, a collaborative relationship between sales reps and MSLs is something that is very important to establish. Another function the MSL works closely with is the marketing team. The MSL will collaborate closely with the marketing team or the commercial team. The MSL will deliver insights to the medical team, but also to the marketing team, and these insights will be used to inform the brand strategy. The marketing team will often identify knowledge gaps in the brand's understanding of a particular therapeutic area or treatment paradigm and the MSL will be tasked with filling these knowledge gaps by talking to KOLs. Furthermore, the MSL will be a key player in executing medical projects and these projects will be aligned to the overall brand strategy and therefore be supportive of what the marketing team is aiming to achieve. Examples of medical projects aligned to marketing include development of a clinical opinion piece, as I mentioned earlier, 
organizing an advisory board or management of an investigator initiated study in order to fill a data gap. And lastly, another function the MSL will collaborate with is Reg Affairs. The Reg Affairs team is responsible for preparation and maintenance of product registration dossier for submission to the relevant Reg agencies such as the TGA, the FDA or the EMA. The MSL often works closely with Reg Affairs team when preparing submission to the Reg agencies due to the MSL's close relationship with the clinical data for the product and scientific expertise. The MSL will often work with the Reg Affairs team and provide technical support and advice when reviewing legal updates um, to the approved product information. So that's an overview of how an MSL can collaborate with different members of the Medical Affairs team, the Medical Information team, the Pharmacovigilance team, the Sales team, the Marketing team and the Reg Affairs team. If you're an MSL and require assistance upskilling and want to know how to work more effectively with some of your cross-functional colleagues, drop me an email to info at mslconsultant.com to see how my one-on-one -on -one coaching services can assist you.